Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. We have improviser and actor Billy Soko on the podcast today. It's a really great chat. We had a really great response to last week's episode with girlfriend of the show, Justina. Really, really fun chat there. And uh, people are saying... That what resonated with them is her saying some people are being too careful with comedy or trying to enforce this, like, be careful with your comedy. And it truly isn't necessary <laughs> to be so careful. And honestly, if you're doing improv, you, you have to have that spontaneity. And so if you're holding back in any way, if you're if you're on stage second guessing every move for whatever reason, then you lose that spontaneity and it makes it hard to just do improv and have fun and make jokes, you know? Uh, And the thing is, a lot of times when you hear people talk about what Justina and I talked about last week, they're saying something dumb like, oh, you can't say anything anymore. You can't make jokes anymore. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. You, You actually still can make jokes. Just don't belittle subjugated people or make fun of assault victims. But you're not doing that, right? Uh, Here's the camp that I've fallen into. When I've done improv, I would start being careful because I was worried that something I just said or was about to say would be taken the wrong way. And and I wasn't about to say something that was going to belittle a group of people. So I really was worrying about nothing. There are clearly plenty of examples of people not being careful. I don't think Samantha B is careful, but Samantha B is funny. So you can do comedy that is not careful, so careful, worrying about whatever. Like a, that point that Justina was making is resonating with people for a reason. And it's because some people, myself included, have been a little careful with how we perform live comedy specifically. I don't think any scripted comedy is is being too careful, but live comedy, particularly improv comedy, people are being a little careful because they don't want to hurt any feelings, which is obviously a nice sentiment, but you're not going to hurt any feelings and you're just hurting your comedy by being so careful. So as Tavish Forsyth was talking about in episode 219, some people need to unclench their butt cheeks a little bit. Uh, go listen to that episode, too. That was a very good episode that was somewhat talking about another aspect of this very same topic. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode or episode 219, go check those out, both in the feed. Really great episodes. But why don't you listen after you listen to this one with Billy Soko. He's great. We talk about hip-hop, improv, him taking a bunch of classes. It's a really fun chat. Let's get right to it. Here's my chat with Billy Soko. I am assuming, because you went to University of Florida, that you are from Florida. That's a, a correct a, assumption, yes. Okay. When you were there, were you doing 
comedy? Were you, were, did you did you do any kind of performance before graduating college? Uh, a little bit in high school. I was kind of like all over the place in high school. I was um, I played football, and I did drama, mm-hmm. and I was I played chess. I was I was just uh, all over the place. I, I wanted to do everything, and so I I kind of did. Uh, but mostly like in college, it, I was really into music and Gain, uh, Gainesville, Florida, where the University of Florida is, is, is like a huge, like incredible live music scene. Um, uh, Tom Petty, if you're familiar with him. Oh yeah. Um, he's from Florida. He's also from Florida and he's, he's like Gainesville claims him as, mm. as, as their own. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I did a lot of hip hop stuff. So like I, um, got together with a couple of friends and we uh, had like a little hip hop group. So we would actually get together, we'd freestyle rap, we'd, um, find time to just like write songs together. Uh, uh my buddy at the time who was, who rapped with us also was our producer. Like he would, uh, just like sample like songs and music and it just, produce music and so it was really great we'd book shows promote shows like it was like that was that was like the focus and that's where i got a lot of my stage time i i didn't do much other than performing in like a a musical or two in high school i didn't do a lot of like acting or anything took an acting class in college okay so yeah. how did you end up getting into the acting world? Because you you do voiceover stuff now, you you act, um, you're you do story pirate stuff. Yeah, I um, obviously improv. But yeah. <laughs> what's that? What is improv? <laughs> yeah, I, I left that off for some reason. Another- uh, what is improv? Huh? <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I would kind of uh when i moved to new york i moved in like 2012 i was with someone at the time no longer with them but i think like i i was always a big fan of improv but i only knew it as like short form comedies like through whose line of course Mm -hmm. and so um we didn't if if there was improv there's like an improv scene in florida i just was never connected to it Uh Uh, i didn't know about it and um i remember casually just going to like uh, walking um and like i saw the beast uc beast ucb east mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and we just walked in saw shows really hilarious and then afterwards they had a jam and i was just like oh let me try this this will be a crazy story to tell <laughs> and i just actually really loved it it was really fun and and then i i think i signed up for a magnet class um this was like in 2015 something like that the free magnet had a free class. So I did that. And then, um, yeah, you know, you get the bug when you do improv and then just it kind of, I just followed wherever that took me, which took me all over the place. Um, yeah, uh, that was it. Isn't oh, improv cool. great? <laughs> I love it. I, I, I have had a weird go of it. This I, I'm so rusty now that when, magnet did come back and start doing shows again i wasn't as connected as i had felt before the pandemic and so mm-hmm. uh, I, it's not that an uninspired sort of well i mean I, I feel like my performance has been uninspired but i it's not a lack of wanting to have inspired 
performances. You know? <laughs> well, where are you gonna? Um, where are we? Where are we really gonna find it right now? You know, I mean, it's so right. difficult because of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, right? I mean, live yeah. theater is just kind of like uh, it's like hit or miss. You know? Yeah, and it's so few and far between when stuff happens that it's just like I don't know. I think there's just so much uncertainty that makes it hard to like get back in it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's truly like, it's very difficult. I, I, my partner, Kat, she, um, is also like in the magnet community and mm -hmm. is in a class with her and she is so oh. funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's going to love that. I'm going to tell her immediately. She's in Hawaii right now, by the way. Oh, one of my best friends. The best friend of the show, Rob, is actually uh, in Rob? Hawaii. Rob, you where, don't where? know this Rob, but... Um, hey, if he's the best friend of the show, he's the best friend of mine. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess he's in the main, the on the main island. Okay, yeah. Cats uh, on Kona. What, okay. I, uh, that's that's an island as well. I'm not mm -hmm. familiar with any of the islands. I'm not um, super familiar with it either, but it's di that's different than the one he's on. Um, okay. So they'll probably not see each other. I, I feel like I've heard that it's not easy to travel between the islands there. You need four-wheel <laughs> drive is what I hear. Um, <laughs> well, so like her and I had been talking and, you know, she was the same way. Like I, I think the sense of being able to perform and kind of like, letting loose and and mm -hmm. being connected with others it, it's just one of those things that the last like year and a half it's just really like took away um but just limited how much you could do so yeah yeah it's tough um it, it, it yeah. sucks like knowing that you have a show or that you can get together and then like the day before somebody gets covid and you're just like ah let's just not let's not risk it let's right. get canceled you know <laughs> right um, no, for sure. Well, things are coming back. Magnet's coming back. I don't know if UCB will ever come back. Nope, and I don't think yeah, so. I don't think so. They're they're just kind of like, yeah, we'll see. And then the, we haven't heard anything. So I don't guess that's coming back. And uh, but, go? you know, you have not to jump too far ahead in this improv journey, but you do have other shows outside of Magnet that you perform. There's Chucho, your your team yeah. your your improv team that's uh, like i guess an indie team chucha yeah and, we've been we're like four or five years strong now yeah this is this is uh um uh well you know zave you know yeah. everyone i think you know previous melissa i know Patricio, everyone on Kevin, there, yeah. yeah 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 alex and listeners know zave he's been on a couple of times oh zave what a precious what a precious precious babe um yeah <laughs> uh he's wonderful he's got i mean talking talking about like you know um uh comedy in new york city i mean he started he's got rubbish now right yeah right yeah uh he's got rubbish uh which i'm excited i think they um their first show is starting up or or was supposed to happen we just uh chucho just performed for the first time in person at steel Sacks, like two weeks yeah ago. i saw that and that looked <sighs> awesome it looked like a lot of fun yeah it's a blast i can't keep um Whenever we get together, it's just like, um, <laughs> if you ever see like a close up of like, um, a microscopic, like organisms, like hitting each other, <laughs> like sperm, I don't know. Uh, that's exactly what she feels like when we get together. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I have to like walk away cause I can't keep up with them. They're so, <laughs> they're on it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, uh, Chucho, we've been performing, this is an all Latinx team where, uh, we've been performing for like four, 
five years. Mm-hmm. So wonderful. Still really great friends. And yeah, uh, that was the first I, you know, when you start doing improv, you know, you, you, you join a bunch of improv teams and they, you know, like half-life is like six months or something. <laughs> it's like incredible yeah. if it lasts a year. Yeah. Five years strong is something special. Yeah. Uh, five, six years strong. And you also got named as a new cast member of North Coast. North Coast. Heck yeah. Just dope. Yeah. Uh, North Coast hip hop improv. Um, yeah. And it's the, like your musical history is is uh now it's coming full circle yeah with your improv yeah it's so wild um you know having uh started i remember working at best buy in uh in florida and like uh my buddy chris that also worked in like the media section in best buy which at the time now i don't think that exists anymore not (laughs) really yeah right uh but I remember we'd get off of work and he had, his family had like a little house right, right next to the store. So we just walk over and we just sit on his patio uh, and he, we would just freestyle. We would just go back and forth. And that kind of grew into like, um, just like, you know, creating like mixtapes and like recording, uh, and just like connecting with a bunch of different people. And so to be able to then like have this journey where like for a long stretch of time, I wasn't being creative. Um, and then finding improv and then, uh, diving into acting and, uh, and all of this other like performance art, uh, it, to find myself with North coast now is just a dream. It's so wonderful. Everybody's so amazing. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's really like an institution they've been around for like what, almost 20 years or something like that. Uh, super long time. I feel like when we, yeah, it's gotta be around 15 because when we moved here, we went to their 10 year anniversary, like right after we moved here <laughs> and that was 2017. So yeah, like they've been going 15 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, so being part of that, I mean, it, it's, it, it's incredible and it's mm-hmm. just amazing to see, like, I perform with some of these folks like here and there, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, throughout, you know, you start getting like really, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, we know each other from blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to be able to perform on stage and just like bust out a scene, but then like just go and start rapping to it. Like it's, <laughs> it's so funny. And it's just so, uh, you know, the thing in improv where like you are, you're making a choice without like fully thinking it through. Right. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, some people's brains work way faster and they like have the whole thing. Everything they're about to say is like, so yeah. clean. I'm not that uh, person. <laughs> yeah. Same. same. <laughs> Absolutely. Not that person. Um, but like it, but there's like this split second, um, where like you kind of see it in someone's eyes where they definitely don't know what's about to come out of their mouth. Um, that's the joy. And that's why I, I love about improv. It's also what I love about freestyle rapping. And it's, you know, some of the like most genius, like shit just comes out and it's just like, oh my gosh, it's so funny or, and or so dumb and probably usually the same thing. <laughs> Oh, right. Um, for sure. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I, I, yeah. So I'm very honored, very lucky to be able to be in a position. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a really dope thing to be able to do. Um, and you know, like, like they have a very storied history and yes. also you, you did do, didn't you do some 
was it a class in the Freestyle Love Supreme? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Freestyle of Supreme had uh, Freestyle of Supreme Academy, mm-hmm. which um, where was uh, it? Th- this was in. They would uh, the original. I don't know where it is now, but the original classes took uh, took place in Ars Nova. I don't know if you've ever been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. It's you know one of those theaters. It's a smaller theater, but um, yeah, they they would just like throw the class at Ars Nova. They were like workshopping a few of these, and so. Um, yeah, I was and lucky. How, I think uh, I was. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was. How long ago was that? Oh my gosh, uh, it was definitely pre-pandemic. It was like 2008. No, 2019, 2018, maybe. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I because yeah. I think I saw. So for those who don't know, Free, Freestyle Love Supreme was just on Broadway here, and Lin Manuel Miranda started that with a you know a bunch of amazing people, a couple of people who I. Didn't he have a couple of people who were in Hamilton involved with yeah. that? And then uh, Jackson, some great yeah. people who weren't uh, in, involved with Hamilton. Also, uh, like Tarek. Uh, Tarek. Tarek. Oh, yeah. From, uh, from yeah. Yeah, he is. So from funny. Amber Ruffin Show. <laughs> yeah. And I remember it was right before the pandemic that Lin-Manuel went on The Tonight Show to promote Freestyle Love Supreme. And oh, um, right. then, of course, the pandemic happened. So they didn't really get much out of the way before they didn't get to do a whole lot before the pandemic because i think yeah, it was like but, late in 2019 when he went on there yeah that, that's right and they had already like started it uh, i think um right Andrew, uh jelly donut Chalkwave, like they, they kind of like uh and, and Tarek, they kind of led the way in driving the academy and they still do and now they're like they're taking it like on tour and stuff mm-hmm. i know um freestyle of supreme's on tour but i think the academy is also trying to like Oh, um, get out cool. there and branch like, out. Oh. yeah and branch out i mean it's it's great i mean the whole their their curriculum is is solid i mean with hip-hop improv it's always like so if you're not familiar with like hip-hop improv it's like um it's a or if you're new to it you know the one thing any any anytime you add hip-hop to like something like it means a lot it carries a lot of weight because there's just a lot mm-hmm. of culture there and if you are mm-hmm. If you hear hip hop and you're like, oh, this is, this is hip hop. Like, this is cool. Like, and you don't understand any of the history, then, you know, you definitely got to like take a step back and just like, just, I don't know, like read a little bit, <laughs> uh, or like, you know, watch a YouTube video about, you know, the history behind it, because there's so much culture. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think both North coast, uh, and freestyle of Supreme Academy, are they, they're very good about like establishing like how how hip hop has influenced what they do and distinguishing it between like, you know, we're not just calling this like, this is hip hop, you know, but you know, it is, it is drawing aspects from it. Um, uh, and, and without actually like claiming like we are hip hop. (laughs) Right. Uh, Right. They definitely don't like, they know what they are and they also respect the culture that much to do that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's a really good blend of, music and improv because obviously musical improv was existing before people started doing hip-hop improv i guess just because people are doing musicals uh in the form like improvs in the form of a musical but Mm -hmm. no one is freestyling musicals those are like very painstakingly written yeah Uh, hip-hop had a very long history decades long history of having freestyles and so, yeah, 
that is a perfect thing to blend with improv. And it's so cool that it's this big thing now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's so remarkable and, and it's so great that, you know, hip hop's gotten to a place where, you know, um, it's, these are kind of like, en- I would say like just entry points, like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, look at this. Like, I'm a big musical fan. I love, you know, musicals and, you know, this is unique and I want to learn more. That's great. Um, so I, I think that's great. I think also, um, the way they approach it is very, um, is very different too. Like I, I, I feel like freestyle of Supreme, um, that, that like brand is, is very much like there, um, it's like, I don't want to say it's like short form, but it's, it's definitely like musical heavy, um, and like plays like, you know, they, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like North coast is very mm-hmm. like focused on long form. Uh, they mm-hmm. even have like, uh, the, um, anybody, um, uh-huh. like we, we, we perform, we perform anybody, which is like the improvised musical based on Hamilton. The Hamilton, uh, so right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which is really funny. I mean, they've done like, uh, somebody, I think they did, they recently did like a, um, uh, who've they done? They've done Bruce Lee. We did Mike, uh, Michael Jackson show. Oh, which wow. we really, which I was surprised. We were all like afterwards, like, man, that's pretty bold that we took Michael Jackson as a suggestion <laughs> and did a fully like narrative long form show on michael jackson it's like a guy you go two way one of two ways like really bad or <laughs> For sure, okay yeah. <laughs> no that is um, a that is a very interesting show that um the was it the main people who first started north coast who kind of spearheaded i mean i know douglas Wittick was one and katie berry but i don't know katie berry wasn't one of the uh inaugural members of north coast but she oh my gosh yeah been there a while. Uh, yeah, uh, Ray Row, Rachel Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. Um, she, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. James Robolata, I think. Uh, yeah, and, he's um, one of the founders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let... to, totally just cool crew uh, doing that. And I wonder if Lin Manuel knows about it because he like spurred this idea. I think they, they, they definitely know. I, I think they definitely know each other. I mean, know of, the, of each other's groups for sure. Mm-hmm. Also because I'm pretty sure I've saw, um, I've seen the, like a connection of like a bunch of like North coast members at one point this is before I joined North coast. Um, like say what's up to like freestyle of Supreme after a show, like after one of their shows, oh, so, like, there was okay. like this connection. It was so beautiful. <laughs> it was like all love. And of course. Yeah. Like the Kayla Milady was the North coast beatboxer for so long. And now she's the beatboxer oh. for freestyle of Supreme or one and of them. She's, yeah, she's a phenom anyways, right? Like <laughs> so good, world dude. She's international beatbox champion. Uh yeah. She I I times. adore her. She is really awesome. Yeah. I, so I, I don't know. It's it's just so talented. I think um, you know, I, I think hip hop improv and musical improv, generally speaking, I think is such a um I don't know. I, I don't know your thoughts here, right? I think it's very uh, it's something that is um I don't know. It it it, 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 it uses a side of you that sometimes doesn't always come out in, in, um, in like, uh, traditional, like, uh, improv comedy. Right. Cause like, there's an aspect of like, uh, like in musical improv, like your the songs aren't, they don't really start until there's like this emotional, you hit this emotional nerve. Right. Uh, and it's similar to like hip hop improv, right? Like until mm-hmm. once you get down to like what the what the deal is of the scene that's when the hook will come in you know and then so uh but it's 
I, I don't know. You, you, you really like get all of this emotion. And if you're like a big music head, like you can express it, you know, through that, through music and through just like making it up on the spot, which is, uh, very joyful. I don't know. It is very joyful. That's one of the things that I love so much about, uh, the musical improv I've seen here because everyone was just going for it and it was yeah. exciting and it was fun. And that's what I love about North coast. I, I still remember her first time, first two times I saw North coast. Cause it just blew me away. Uh, it's yeah. just un, like, it's that unabandoned, just like go, going for it. No fear. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And you know, you know how like you trade focus, like, like mm -hmm. it's imagine being able to then like break into like this, you know, freestyle rap and you're like just trading bars, but still maintaining like perspectives and narratives. It's, it's like, it's wild when it comes out. Cause you know, you're, you're out on stage and you're trusting just like you would in, in, in improv, but like, you're also trusting that this dude, this, uh, this person is going to like have two bars or four bars ready. And every, it's like without fail every single time, like somebody drops like, you know, the most incredible jewel and then off to the next person, then they drop an incredible jewel. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. how do these people exist? Like, what? I, I don't, that was my thing. And that's why I'm like, oh, I could never be that good at that sort of thing. Cause I, I'm already <laughs> someone who like enjoys listening to rap, but I'm not a rapper, you know, like I definitely yeah. could not. Like I, I can't even rap along with the songs. Like I just don't, I don't, I don't, I can't do it. So I definitely don't see how I could do what, at what they're doing at all. But I just remember seeing, just like when Boris Hyken was with North Coast, oh, just Boris, like, yeah. just like he's he's wild, you know. Like he will, he will say anything, and he's he's insanely funny. It's yeah. great. It's a lot of fun. Oh. And, it's it's ex it's exhilarating. I can't wait until like their regular shows again that you can just go see. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, I mean, not to drop, but you know, North Coast has got a show coming up this February. Uh, let me just plug <laughs> every every other thing I say is going to be a plug for a show, and it's just going to be a North Coast show. Um, I won't do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you've you've studied a lot. I mean, you've been through Did both Magnet. tracks. At Magnet and UCB, you did a lot of training there too. Yeah, I did. Um, I did Magnet Improv, did that track, the musical improv track. I think I did, I don't know if I finished Sketch, but I did one Sketch, but I did do Sketch at UCB. And then I did mm -hmm. um, the full improv track uh, at UCB. And then um, ultimately I got into Lloyd Knight, did it for one season, mm -hmm. and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a common, um, there are so many people going through there that it was even oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it was wild. I remember going, uh, what did, they, they did, they executed the, um, UCB Academy or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I remember there was like a limit to like how many times you could, uh, audition, say interview. audition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Update your resume. Um, yeah, there's it's only three times you can audition only three times. And I remember yeah. when that happened, I was like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to audition every single time there's one. And then if I don't get in, I don't get in. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then sure enough, I, I think, uh, the following season they recast. And then I think 
there was like two weeks for that. And then it was right before the pandemic and then UCB had shut down. So, yeah, but yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy times. I love, you know, I, um, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, they're very different UCB and magnet. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, like, of course, a lot of people talk about, oh, well, one is all game and the other is all relationship, which is entirely true. But of course, like the culture is different yeah, uh, and the approach is different. And, um, and I, that's not a bad thing because it's good to have different options. Yeah. 100%. I remember I was going through the magnet, uh, as I was going through magnet and I remember I got to a point to where I was playing with folks who were very game heavy. And then I was mm-hmm. like, what is this shit? What is everybody, <laughs> what, what's happening? Why, why isn't it, why is anybody acting like a normal ass person? <laughs> and then and I was like, oh, okay. It's not that it's just that they are, they're looking for something that I don't know to look for. Uh, and, um, you know, in, you know, you talk in circles and, uh, I, I knew about UCB obviously, but, um, I was just like, I, I want that skill set. Like I want to be able mm. to learn that. And oh, so, so that's what led you to, I was just about to ask what made you want to take classes at both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, magnet was there. I love magnet and I loved, you know, there is a focus on like relationship, but I think it's more like a focus on just like truthfulness and bringing who you are to your scene work and like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, but yeah, UCB, I feel like, um, yeah, they, there's just, uh, I wanted to, so the one thing about improv is I loved playing with people. Like I just, it was just weird. It's like a weird, different way to communicate. Cause I'm mm-hmm. other, like an otherwise, I feel like a very like introverted person. Hmm. Like I'm like, I come into a room like, Hey, and then yeah. immediately all my energy is drained and I like find a corner to just like sip my drink and then I find a good opportunity to leave uh, <laughs> too much. But, um, so anyways, I, um, I wanted to be able to play with people and I was just like, yeah, let me just try used to be at the time. I was also like thinking about going into sketch and, and acting more just general acting. And I, my first used to be class was a sketch with Drew Johnson and, um, Beautiful. yeah, he is. I think I literally from that class, I learned the most about game than in any other class afterwards or, <laughs> or like workshop from anyone. Um, it was just very clear. Uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, what yeah, do and, you, could you define for us what that, what, like how he game. worded it? Well, not yeah, a game know. necessary, but just like, how did he make it? How did he make that more clear for you? I, I don't know. I, I think it's just, um, that's really funny. <laughs> should have recorded it. He had the answers. <laughs> I'll message him on Instagram or something. Um, <laughs> but people yeah. do get hung up on that. And there are like different ways that people explain it. And some people still are just like, I don't, I mean, I sort of see what you mean, but I still struggle with it. You know? So I just wonder. Yeah. If he, was he kind of like a guru about just explaining it in such a perfect way or what? I mean, I, I couldn't articulate it at this point, but I, I just know that, um, after I left or after I took that class, I had, um, I could see things not only in sketches, but I could see things in like, you know, um, in, you know, in, in improv and, uh, when folks would perform it, like I could see exactly what it was. It was just like, Hey what is, what's funny here. And then just folks just chasing after it and like building it and building it up. 
it literally is like i i don't even uh when, when people talk about game that's like enough of a definition for me it's like um if we're playing if improv is play then what is the game like what is everyone what's what are folks having fun doing like what's the and then when you start getting into like the all all the other words like what's the the weird thing and then like uh how do we see different you know moves for it and it just gets very like oh my god i'm had 1170 on my sat i can't follow this shit it's too much I was an English major. I don't know. Um, like it gets very like, um, oh, yeah, too heady, too heady, too mathematical. Right? Yeah. So now it's just like, what do, what is somebody pointing out? That's really like dumb or fun. And then like, mm -hmm. how can, how can we play it? How can we, I don't know. How do you just play this game? Um, it's stupid. It's simple. Um, <laughs> and I, that's probably not even a good definition either, but that's how my mind like but there might be it. somebody who get I, I what i love is the well we're playing so like what's the what are we playing like what are we doing here to have yeah. fun like that's a really good way i think <laughs> to like yeah. help connect some dots for people yeah truly <laughs> like that's like the simplest uh answer is probably the right one it's like if yeah. we're playing <laughs> what's the game okay <laughs> <are> that's it <laughs> i'll just keep doing that i'll just um, keep doing it <laughs> So you mm -hmm. clearly very uh, passionate about this art form. You've, you've gone to these different schools and, and academies and uh, taken so many different classes. Uh, obviously, that was a pre-pandemic thing. Um, mm -hmm. In a post-pandemic world, we all can safely get into a class, small classroom with 16 people. Do you see yourself saying like, oh, I want to get back and taking a bunch of classes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much I still want to do, you know, I, um, so the answer is yes. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll like see myself going off on a tangent. The, the, the thing is, is like, I, I got into like, um, I've, I've been performing, but not in this way, in this capacity, like acting, right. but I. Um, but there's so much I still want to do. And I feel like I got a late start in life to do it. So I, you know, I, I want to be able to take, you know, uh, you know, more, more Meisner training or like, I still want to do like more improv, you know, I want to, I want to try like, you know, uh, what is second city? Like, you know, like what is, oh, yeah. you know, um, you know, outside of New York, I, I think, uh, and even like. I was talking to my, uh, Ralph from North coast who, who instruct, he's like a teacher. Uh, he, he does clown and, um, and like I do, I want to do like clowning classes, like commedia, you know, like those are the things that I want to pursue, you know, and even beforehand I was like doing, you know, I had like, was doing like neutral mask and like, those are the things that were really fun that like allows me to explore a space even more and just like how I perform within it. So yeah, absolutely. All about it. And it's all, it's just nice to kind of like continue learning and, um, keep sharpening your skills. Um, yeah. Cause then you get like, have you ever done this thing where like you get caught up in playing like a mobile phone game? <laughs> uh, like Wordle maybe? <laughs> yeah, like, this, yeah. Are you admitting I, you are one of the Wordle? <laughs> I, so no, you know, truth be told, I haven't done Wordle yet and I I, it's because yeah it's it's like this silent defiance um because they're like oh no no i don't want to do it and then i will like next week 
Right. But I, I, I play this stupid, I downloaded this stupid game. It's called, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. Uh, it's called bullet echo <laughs> and it's, it's just like a little figure, uh, walking around corridors, like a Navy seal and like, uh, uh you know, exploding things. Uh, and, okay. <laughs> and I've, I, I have, I've deleted it like literally 11 times in the last like two weeks because I'm like, I'm wasting my life. I'm wasting time. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm not learning anything from it. My brain is just like, it's just like pruning, playing this stupid game. Uh, I didn't want to say the name either. Cause now, you know, I don't no, want yeah, to I get anyone. You. Sorry. But <laughs> well, I had what it that, is. I had that problem with snood in college. Like, and everyone did. Snood. snood. Yes. Did you, did you, oh gosh. Downloaded that on the computer. It's just like, addicted like everyone it was crack for whatever reason yes i don't really get addicted to the phone games um mm. and i don't even really like i've downloaded two the entire time i've had a smartphone yeah. so like all those years of having a smartphone i've only played two and i got rid of them pretty quickly because i was like no, I, don't, I don't enjoy this no that's because you're an adult because uh, well i mean i still <laughs> i still play playstation 4 i just oh. i just don't shit Yes, I don't have a console. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I am uh, not playing it on the phone because oh, you have, you have, have the have real console. deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. What are you playing on PS4 right now? Right now, RDR2. Well, Red Dead Redemption 2 for uh, oh, Uninitiated. Dang. That game is you, huge. Do you know Tori, uh, yeah. musical improviser? Mm -hmm. she, she's taking. Um, <laughs> She's taking like an animation. Uh, she's in school for like um, uh, video game development, something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. She's gonna hate me for saying this, but like she did, she told me she did like a dissertation on like horses and video games uh, <laughs> and how there should be more. Um, anyways, uh, Red Dead Redemption <laughs> was one of the games that came up. It's like Grand Theft Auto with cowboys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same <sighs> company. And it's like a massive game. Like I was playing it over the weekend, I think this was. And I was like, well, this feels like we're winded up to the final chapter in this story. And then I looked at the progress because it can tell you like the percentage of the main story that you're through. It was 51%. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I've done all of this stuff. And it felt like they were winding down and I'm only in the middle of the game. Half. You're just a little yeah. half over. Just what? a little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think the end of the game is like your character is just like like walking with a cane and like <laughs> this girl is very old. Uh, that's incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As long I, as I, they're I, taking to make another game, that probably is what they're planning on doing. It's like, it'll take you 40 years to finish this game. <laughs> I don't want to play a, that, a one game for 40 years. That's too much. <laughs> you know, I... And you know, didn't they do, did, does Red Dead Redemption do this? That the same thing Grand Theft Auto um, probably does is like you, you can develop your character kind of like you would develop yourself in the real world. So like you're like what you eat impacts like your um, endurance and like you have to like they, work out in order to like get faster in the game. They kind of do stuff like that. Um, like there's certain things you do that can like i'm my character's always underweight because i never eat enough <laughs> so that's the thing so, so it does does that affect so they do your that. Like, ability 
Oh, okay. They say that. They say that it like if you're underweight, then it affects you this way. If you're overweight, it affects you that way. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Um I, uh, and then like uh, your stamina can go up if you just like run a lot or walk a lot. Mm, so it is the uh, same. It's so, it's similar. Isn't that yeah. wild? It's just making <laughs> This is the metaverse. This is what, what everyone's talking about. <laughs> For sure. It's like, don't, don't worry about yourself in real life. Worry about your, <laughs> your avatar and make sure that they're fit and like healthy and will have, I don't know. It's <laughs> eating enough. And I'm like, it's I don't eating want, that's not why I'm playing this. <laughs> I, I want to, I want to shoot people. <laughs> I'm an outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. sorry. Total tangent. What were we talking about? What were we talking about well, comedy? We were talking about comedy, getting back at it. And, um, you know, I want to get back at inspired performances for me. Now, mm. I'm not, I'm not putting that on other people. Uh, I'm saying like, I want to feel like, uh, that inspiration that I felt early on. And I don't know what it's going to take to get it back, but Whoa. I'm hoping that in a post COVID world, it comes back. Cause I, I think a lot of it is not seeing a lot of shows. Yeah. What, what, um, do you mind me asking? Uh, cause I know this is a sensitive subject. <laughs> I don't know why I prefaced that question. Do you mind me asking? <laughs> Wait, uh, who, uh, who were you, what were the shows that inspired you like early on when you started getting into like improv and. Well, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think the first thing that, in, that inspired me was the, um, ASCAT DVD that mm. I like rented from Netflix and um, <laughs> like years and years ago, I was like, this is so funny. Cause I didn't even, I don't even think I had heard about UCB mm. and I just saw that thing. It was like, oh, that's so great. I want to do that. And then uh, my old improv company came to town and um, the town I was living in at the time and started doing that form. Um, wow. And so I think at first it was like the Armando style was really inspiring to yeah. me. And then seeing TJ and Dave that really also like kicked it in Super. the high gear yeah. and then just different people I would see. Like there's some people in South Carolina that were just like, they're super hilarious or they're super grounded. And I just really appreciate that and want to be that. <laughs> and, um, yeah. you know, and going to festivals and seeing, north coast or magnet i mean like chet siegel like and, and rick andrews that that first time i saw them was some of the most inspired i've been that was, that that one show was really top yeah. three most inspired i've been from a show um, so yeah. early on like that's that's where where i was at and i i think it is like i'm not seeing a lot of live shows at all much less yeah. improv yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, I, I, I wish there was more too. I, I, and I totally get that. Cause if you, if you don't have that connection, then it's, it's like, it's something that's so ingrained in like who you are and like what you, what you're passionate about when you mm -hmm. don't have that it, um, yeah, I, uh, it's coming back, man. You know what? It's coming yeah. back. Whatever. It's coming back. It's, it's coming back. It, we were trying to come back and then Omicron happened. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back at it when Omicron is, uh, yeah. out the door. When they're done. 
uh, you know, um, there was a, I remember watching, um, uh, I remember watching, uh, the, the, uh, who's the, I can't remember who was recording all those UCB shows, uh, at Chelsea. Um, but there's, there was a bunch of them that were on YouTube and I remember, um, watching those as I very early on, even like this is before I, I started taking classes at UCB. I didn't understand what I was looking at at the time, but I remember once I started taking UCB classes, I went back to these videos and I was like, wow. And I remember seeing this team that I really loved watching, which is, uh, fuck that shit. I, I liked it because it was very like a straight line. It was like, somebody would make an offer and then like everyone would just like zero in on it. Almost every show that I would watch of theirs, it would just be, I don't know. I was heavily influenced by a lot of like how they, how they were just like the fun. They were just so dumb and fun. I'm not going to go back and think about what, what shows they had. Yeah. Um, that stuff is probably still on uh YouTube. So it's gotta be, Maybe I should yeah. watch some of that. Oh, and get yeah, inspired actually, again. <laughs> hey, you should. And here's the thing. Here's a question too, is, you know, there's so many changes, right? To, that COVID has had. It's, it's been so impactful to our day-to-day -day lives. Why not, why not have an impact on how we watch improv, right? Or just live comedy as a whole. I, more and more shows, I, I know North Coast is doing this, but um, they're being streamed, you know, so you can buy tickets. I think Squirrel's yeah. doing this too, like where they're just like streaming their shows. I'm really glad to hear that because I know that when live shows first came back after people were getting vaccinated, there were a couple of shows I saw where, and it, it seemed like a temporary thing at the time, but they were doing that where you could go live in person, but they also were selling some online tickets. And I'm like, every theater just needs to do that. <laughs> why, why don't they? Right? Like, why right. isn't this an actual thing? Yeah. Imagine. I mean, I could see someone making the argument of like, cause I want them in the door and buying liquor. Um, oh, you know, like yeah. comedy seller, my, I can see comedy seller saying something like that. And also like, That's, that makes sense. You know, sometimes the, it, I, w I wouldn't do it for every show. Maybe I would, but, but you know, maybe the weekend shows like, or, or yeah. something, you know, like, I, I, I just would love more access. Um, but seeing stuff obviously in person, in some cases is a little better. It just depends. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think um, there, there's nothing that, that I think live theater is just an incredible experience. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's just like going to a concert. Like, you know, that's also like an incredible experience. Like you see, you hear this record over and over again. You hear this album over and over again. And you finally see, you know, uh, whoever perform live. And it's just like, wow, that this is great. Like, I, I don't want to be anywhere else in the world than just like right here watching this happen in front of my eyes. Um, I think that's also, um, that's also like with the, the, you mentioned the festival scene. I feel like that was also a wonderful thing too, because then you see like all of these, you get, you get a chance to like, see this improv done by folks that are, you like live so far away so from far you. Apart, yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of a wild dynamic to see how they approach either a same form or like, you know, um, yeah. And that, that's why I love doing festivals. That's why I love, you know, when Chucho does festivals, like it's just, I mean, I remember going to Toronto and just seeing like all, like just all the different, like wild 
approaches and like bit shows and just like the humor is just a very like slightly different at, at, yeah. in each, in each city too. Uh, and like, <laughs> I remember like uh, us talking about like, I can't remember. I don't think this was Toronto. It was somewhere, but we were just like, okay, crowd loves fart jokes. All right. We're going to fart so much. <laughs> it's just, Chucho's just going to fart everywhere. Um, uh, <laughs> we're joking, but it was real. We were farting in real life. Um, just not well, in that you just couldn't help. That's why. Yeah. We couldn't help. You're just trying to uh, write it in. Yeah. It was the, it was the, the smoked meat and poutine. Um, <laughs> Um, well, we have reached the end of the episode. This has been a, a fun talk, but now it's time to create something. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what can we create now? Um, I guess there are a few options. Um, okay. Uh, I, I can't rap, so I don't know if you could teach me to rap in the time that we have, but, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Let's, also, uh, let's teach you how to rap in the time oh, that we gosh. have. Uh, wow. All right. We let's, don't have that much time. Uh, let's, 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 let's try it and see. Okay. Um, think of, uh, think of a, um, uh, uh, think of, think of, uh, think of a, think of something that you uh, recently are, have been like, uh, obsessed with or watching or like mm. have, has piqued your interests in pop culture, perhaps, mm. or just in general, somebody you love or like care about family, friends. Mm. A fictional mm. superhero. Mm. Um, gosh, I'm, I feel like I'm watching too much content, so it's like hard to go that route. And then, uh, gosh, what I've is something like that's three different dragon shows in the last <laughs> yeah, two I weeks? Know, right? Um, I'm always like watching guitar related stuff, so I'll say guitar, guitar, great, I, okay, yeah, constantly watching on YouTube, Instagram. Okay, great. Um, let's let's try this. Uh, if, if, do you have like a pen and paper handy? Yeah, we'll do a cheating. We'll do a cheat way. Um, all right, all right, uh, <laughs> and you know, we'll, sometimes you have to. You gotta. You gotta do a cheat way at first, just to. Yes, to get just your to like get your legs. You know. Yeah, it's like uh, when you bowl for the first time. You need the bumpers. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're just gonna <laughs> right. like fail too much. You're gonna be like, I give up. I'm no good at this. No, you're right, good at this. Right. Keep trying. <laughs> we support you. We're bumpers. Um, so, uh, guitar, uh, write down four words that, um, you know, relate to guitar, to a guitar, to okay. playing a guitar. Um, and I'm going to follow along with you here and see if this works. So guitar, we have guitar. Okay. What, what, what are the words you're coming up with here? Make them very um, simple. Don't, don't make them like, um, abs too abstract. Um, I got, well, I think uh, it'd be abstract. Oh, okay. Well, I got strings, strings playing, playing. Uh, music, music, uh, and sound, but that sounds silly, <laughs> but sound. sound. Yeah. I love it. Okay. We've got strings playing music sound. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, these four words, you're going to, you're going to, um, for each word, you're going to come up with, uh, two lines and your first line, this sounds impossible, but it'll be really easy. We're going <laughs> to oversimplify everything. We're writing stuff down. 
the what is a word uh that uh what is a sentence that ends with a rhyme with a word that rhymes with strings um okay um all the joy it brings all the joy it brings love it okay just keep mm -hmm. that in your mind uh mm -hmm. what is a word what is a sentence that uh that uh ends with a word that rhymes with playing mm. uh you know what i'm saying you know what I'm saying? Ex perfect. That's the perfect length that we need right here. Because it's the end of the show. We need to wrap it up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, all right. Music. What is uh, a word or two that uh, rhymes with music? Um, and it could be a sentence. I, I, love the, uh, I love the movies of Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, my God. Love it. Uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, uh, what, um, you know, all those famous movies <laughs> so, and then, and then sound, what, what is a sentence that ends with the word that rhymes with sound? Um, uh, uh, I want to say like, no, that's not a thing. That's a, it's not a phrase. Chairman of the mound is not a phrase, right? That's not a thing. Oh, it is now chairman of the mound. <laughs> You know who was chairman of the mound? Nolan Ryan. Uh, Nolan Ryan was the chairman of the mound. Uh, I hope he was. I hope he wasn't racist. Um, I don't want to. I know, right? He was. I always do that. Like whenever there's somebody who's like older and maybe not even around anymore. Like I saw something about Hedy Lamar earlier, and I was like, ah, oh, super pretty. I sure hope she wasn't racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, okay. So we've got, um, all right. So really just keep those, keep those phrases in your mind. Honestly, just, um, what we're going to do is you're going to say a sentence, uh, that ends in a rhyme, uh, it ends in a word that rhymes with strings. And uh -huh. then you're just gonna, uh, somehow come up with a new sentence that ends in, in the word strings. Just pretty easy, right? Okay. I guess. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's try it. Um, so I'm, am I supposed to say what I said already? Like all the joy it brings. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can, and you can finesse it a little bit, you know, you can, oh, okay, and, and if okay. it's not exactly what you had said before, that's okay. Um, we're just trying it out. Uh, I love our relationship and all the joy it brings, but you be playing me like a puppet on string. What? <laughs> Stop. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, we got playing. Okay, playing. Uh, just so you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, you got me like bagpipes at a funeral, always playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, definitely at my funeral, I'm going to have bagpipes for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, definitely like Irish enough to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cla classic Filipino Chilean funeral <laughs> with bagpipes. Um, uh, uh, music. It's totally like a movie by Stanley Kubrick, uh, like that one with all the creepy music. 
what easy baby <laughs> and then sound uh just like nolan ryan i'm chairman of the mound now it's sexual <laughs> like, you know i love to make you make that sound yeah <laughs> how absurd <laughs> and 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 this is like the the perfect Valentine's Day like poem. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, there it is, Billy. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Please have me on again. I want we we need to do this for again. sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> I do hope we have him on again. That was a fun chat. Why don't you check out what he's got going on by visiting BillySoko.com. You can also follow him on Instagram at BSoko. You can also check out what North Coast has going on. Go to NorthCoastNYC.com. You can also follow them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at NorthCoastNYC. They have a show coming up this Saturday, the 19th, at Asylum NYC, and they're also going to be at DC Improv Comedy Club Saturday, February 26th. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at There It Is Pod, and also on YouTube at There It Is, and go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.